We have two uh, key financial needs of the country. That's $38 billion to make up for the deficit of our budget for next year. That includes salaries of doctors and um, uh, teachers, social payments and pensions. That's guarantees of Ukrainian people's survival. And other $17 billion that were verified by the World Bank and needed to rebuild the critical infrastructure in the RDNA framework. Those are schools, um, hospitals, critical transport and energy infrastructure, also damaged housing. In fact, all that, uh, all that became Russia's priority targets for their strikes. We need also uh, targeted credits in the amount of $2 billion to rebuild the electric energy infrastructure. Can we afford these tax cuts, Chancellor? His rise through the party came almost as quickly as Kwasi Kwarteng's downfall. The Chancellor, who wanted to challenge the status quo, cut taxes and boost growth. We need a new approach for a new era, focused on growth. Kwasi Kwarteng dared to do what his predecessors hadn't. I'm not going to cut the additional rate of tax today, Mr Speaker. I'm going to abolish it altogether. But it was a mini-budget just two weeks into the job that set in motion the Chancellor's downfall. It was a brief episode of uh, total chaos. Uh, it was unfortunately uh, the judgment that would, history would make if, uh, it would make if he re- he's gone. And he does look as though he is the scapegoat for carrying out her instructions or acting on her advice. That, that's not a good position to be in. Hello, I'm Kwasi Kwarteng from London, and I'm reading classics. An Eton scholar and Cambridge University Okay, quizzer. let me... Um, there are um, crises all over the world. There's one in Ukraine that they're looking to bail out. A pension... They have a pension problem in Ukraine. They're looking for you to bail that out. Last night, $38 billion. We told you this was coming. Continue on and on and on. Hundreds of billions of dollars into Ukraine. The uh, British government is about to fall. They just fired the chancellor who came up with the absurd tax cut that can't be paid for with no, not one cut to government spending. As we've been talking, this is about a pension crisis that is metastasizing in capital markets throughout the world and it's going to come to your pension fund quite quickly because they're finding out in these pension funds there's all types of uh, derivative securities that nobody really understood. And this is going to lead to a kind of a 2008 type uh, financial crisis that's all before us. Uh, our uh, prediction now is that Liz Truss uh, does not last. I don't, I'd be surprised if she lasts through next week. I think you're going to see a change in the uh, Tory party. Otherwise, they're going to get absolutely eviscerated. This is a lesson for the Republicans and for MAGA and for everybody. Once you take power, as we keep saying, with this financial crisis, you are one or two moves away from complete oblivion. And you have, we'd love tax cuts when they can be paid for. You can't do a tax cut in the middle of a situation where you have massive deficits. Because right now, we've been saying, and Russ Vogt has been saying over at Renewing America, this modern monetary theory is a radical idea that didn't pan out. Deficits matter, and they matter a lot, and we're about to see that. Okay, we've got a lot of capital markets to get to, but of course, what's really happening now is the horse races to uh, to November 8th, the... Um, the uh, most important midterm election since 1862. The lead story in Politico this morning. Guess what? The inflection point. The Democrats right now, it's, we told you it was coming. It's coming about five days before we thought it would be. We thought it would be in the middle of next week. Politico is reporting that the Democrats now in a mad scramble 
to pull back uh, from everywhere. And they're throwing incumbents and candidates under the bus left and right in places like Arizona and Texas and Pennsylvania and in uh, California. Uh, Alex DeGrasse from Team Elise and the NRCC is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We've also got Jim Hoff and John Frederick. We're going to get into this thing. Do you vote early or do you wait to game day? We're finally going to get uh, two of the smartest guys around to lay it out. But I want to start. we got Doug Mastriano is going to be up in a second. Colonel Mastriano is on fire. Huge rally last night in Pittsburgh. 500 people jammed into a uh, into a tight venue. He's also going on big league offense against Josh Shapiro. He'll join us in a minute. But I want to start with Jessica Anderson, the executive director of the Heritage Action Super PAC. Jessica, uh, i tell you what I want to do. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then I want to play your ads. B- bottom line is, where everybody kind of abandoned Blake Masters, uh, Heritage Action Super PAC, correct me if I'm wrong, you're actually the guys coming in hard, I think $7, 8000000 million, your Super PAC, to back Blake Masters in, the, in this vital Senate race in Arizona? Yes, that's exactly right. And thanks so much for for having me this morning and and shedding light on this really important race that's in Arizona. I mean, this is this is the majority maker race, right? The Senate majority for conservatives runs through Arizona and Blake Masters is the real deal. He's going to go to Washington and actually fight for Arizonans in a way that Senator Mark Kelly could only dream of. Uh, So we're really excited to be behind him. And the Super PAC has put our money where our mouth is and we're up to eight million dollars in independent spending on behalf of Blake Masters to tell the message of what he's about, cutting crime, cutting spending, securing the border, returning safety and security into our neighborhoods. All of that is on the ballot. And uh, that's really what's driving the ads. And it's, it's frankly, Stephen, driving the, the grassroots ground game that's throughout the entire state backing him and backing Carrie Lake for governor. How did you, Jessica, how did the guys at Heritage Action, how did you over at the Super PAC because this is quite brilliant. We've been saying for a long time, Arizona is the railhead of this, right? And you got Kerry Lake, but Blake Masters is exactly the type of person we want in the United States Senate. Brilliant financier, really understands the world. He's, he's perfect casting for what MAGA and what the Republicans need right now, but he kind of got overlooked. What, what did you guys do? What, what brought Heritage Action in, in, in such a big way? Well, there's really two things that were percolating. One, we kept looking at at Mark Kelly all summer, really uh, going back to late spring. He's so weak and he can't break 50. He, he's really not known for anything in the state. And so we saw an opportunity to, to really go after him and show the Arizona voters exactly what his record is. You know, he comes home and talks the talk and says he supports communities and families and wants to protect the border. But then he goes to Washington, goes to Congress, and he votes in lockstep with Biden every single time. He never stands up to him like he says he does. So first and foremost, we've got we have a senator that is that is dishonest uh, with his voters. And we knew that that needed to be shown. But the second thing is we just felt the grassroots momentum in the state of Arizona. Heritage Action, which is the partner organization to the Super PAC, has tens of thousands of activists that are on the ground, committed to pushing conservatism, committed to pushing MAGA throughout the state. And we heard from them telling us really early that Blake's the real deal. He's not going away. He's going to be a fighter. And so those two things actually drove us to look really seriously at this race. And then when the GOP establishment decided to take its ball and go home, within 24 hours, we were up with the first $4 million ad spend ready to go. Because you can't leave conservatives on the side of the road. We have to finish these races. And pulling out nine weeks before game day is ridiculous. And so we knew we needed to be there. And, and we're just really grateful that we had the money to do it. And hopefully this is going to help push Blake over the finish line. 
Here's what I find amazing. We have Alistair Gross from Team Elise from the NR, working with the NRCC guys at the bottom of the hour about how the House people held their fire to after Labor Day, taking that onslaught of the abortion ads and everything from the, from the Democrats. And it's turned out to be the perfect, the brilliant strategy. When you guys are looking at Kelly, and I've said this for a long time, he's actually a clone on the policy basis of Biden. How did you guys wait? Because didn't he spend like 20 or $30 million? I mean, the ads, this, this guy has unlimited money. And he's because they understand the importance of the seat as he was unloading that on Blake Masters. How did you guys kind of think it through? Say, hey, look, this guy has unlimited resources. Is this the race we want to pick? We made it about Kelly. So in the summer, the strategy was really unpack and, and unpeel his record. And so we went up with television in the summer in the middle of the Republican primary. We didn't even get involved in that. We knew we knew that Blake was going to come out successful because the grassroots were with him. So use that time to go after Kelly and to drive up his unfavorables. Talk about his stance on the border. Talk about his lack of plan for inflation and energy and gas prices, how he doesn't support the family. So we unpacked all of that and used the time to really craft an, a compelling image of who he is and put that in front of Arizona voters. And then by the time the primary came around, it was clear that this was going to be a head to head race. And so we went in the first week of September with a poll. And, you know, you got to do polls at the same time that you're hearing from the ground. You got to look at both things, right? You look at what's the what are the grassroots telling you and what is the what do the numbers tell you? And at that point, first of September, it was a 10 point spread between Kelly yeah. and, and Blake. Yeah. Big thing that I saw there was that Senator Kelly can't break 50. So you've got an incumbent senator with $20 million plus being paid for by the Democratic Party all summer talking him up and he's not breaking 50. So something is wrong here. People want to change. And so we went in, we spent the money, we did the ground game, we did the television commercials. We're up to 8 million now. Blake had a killer performance at the debate. He's doing above and beyond as a candidate. I mean, this is his campaign to win. Yeah. He's at three points now, which is well within the margin of error. And, and hopefully with a photo finish here, heading to victory yeah. on election day. No, if the, if the grassroots surge, you get it. This is what we're trying to highlight on the show is really smart, tough people who look through these numbers. Let's play the spot. Do we have the... Uh, one of, but there's a number of spots. Let's play one of the Heritage Action uh, Super PAC spots. Did you watch the debate? I've been strong on border security, and I've stood up to Democrats when they're wrong on this issue. That's a lie. Kelly voted against more Border Patrol agents, against drug detection equipment. And when Joe Biden gets it wrong, I call him out. Another lie. Kelly votes with Joe Biden 94% of the time. Mark Kelly will not fix our border. He already had his chance. Sentinel Action Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. Our border is a disaster. I ran the Border Patrol for President Obama, ran the border protection for President Trump. Today, the cartels call the shots. Joe Biden's weakness threatens Arizona, and Mark Kelly is his enabler. Kelly voted against more Border Patrol agents, voted against funding drug detection equipment. That's why the Border Patrol Council endorsed Blake Masters. Blake will secure the border. Mark Kelly won't. Powerful ads from uh, Jessica Anderson and the team at Heritage Action Super PAC. Jessica, how can people follow you? How can they find out more information about the Super PAC? Any other races you're getting involved in? Where do they go? Check out sentinelactionfund.com and you can spread the word. You can share the ads online. And then Heritage Action is actually going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight for an event 
Uh, and our special guest is going to be the one and the only Blake Masters. So if you're in the, the Scottsdale, Phoenix area, we'd love to see you come on out. We're going to have food, uh, free beer, lots of fun for the family. We're meeting around 7 o'clock and all the information's on our website. Sentinel Action. Yeah, let's get this website. I want everybody in this audience that's in Metro Phoenix or anywhere in the area to get to this tonight. Because Blake, this has hit a pivot point. Blake's on the march now. And those ads are brilliant particularly the counter the lies of Mark Kelly. You're absolutely correct. And he can't break 50. And all his ads, he just lies about his about how he's so separate from Biden. He's he's welded to the hip. That's the power of the ads. Let's get it up there. I want everybody in the chat rooms push us out. I want a huge crowd out there tonight to support Blake Masters and the team over at Heritage Action that are putting this together. Super PAC. Uh, Jessica, thank you. Do you have a social media? Do you have personal social media up? Yes, I do. Um, I'm on Truth Social. Follow me there, Jess Anderson, too. And then every now and then I'm still on Twitter at Jess Anderson, too, as well. Thank you, Jessica. Appreciate you thanks coming on. Thanks for having me. And, and thanks for all your help supporting Blake. He's going to win. It's definitely going to win. Surging. If the grassroots, we put our shoulders to the wheel. Okay, somebody else that's surging in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, our own Colonel Doug Mastriano. Colonel Mastriano packed house last night in uh in pittsburgh tell us about it and you're going on offense right now on josh shapiro on a very specific topic i want you to tell us about it thank you so you know anytime we campaign in a democrat area you kind of wonder speaking kind of reception you can get and uh, we were you know, in, in the south side of pittsburgh but in a heavy democrat stronghold and uh, it was a packed house i mean for a meet and greet not a rally five hundred people out and there was no protesters there were no naysayers you know you know we, so we took time to meet and greet at several hundred people photos of having and there was no one you know like Doug you know I wonder about it was just a lot of love in the room and I was really taken back by the momentum we've seen that in Erie also Democrat area we've seen that in Philly numerous times including with Filipinos that our last month and so uh, something's happening in the state you know and obviously you know we're outspent as every Republican in a state you know around around the nation is right now but Shapiro can't break out he can't break away because the people are really on our side. He's, he's failed the people of Pennsylvania. So where we're hitting them is where, where it matters. Uh, the, the kids in our state are at risk for sexual, sexualization. This is a fact. This is not conspiracy crap. Josh Shapiro supports the endeavors of Dr. Levine, famous Dr. Levine, our admiral, uh, to uh, allow uh, sexual transition uh, surgeries for minors, uh, supporting uh, having graphic, very graphic books in elementary school. Uh, supporting with this ridiculous radical move in the schools of pronoun confusion and gender confusion. So I stand with all that. On day one of my administration, Colonel, hang on for one second. We're just going to hold you shortly through the break. Colonel Doug Mastriano, remember, they're pulling, the Democrats are going to talk to you at the bond, pulling money out of Arizona and out of Pennsylvania in these congressional races. All next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold. 
physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Here in Pennsylvania. On day one, all executive orders and mandates and restrictions that destroy businesses and infringe upon your freedoms will be over. On day one, critical race theory and whatever else they're calling it is over. That's right. It's done. I will have the backs of our beautiful law enforcement. We will follow the science. No more jabs for job requirements in Pennsylvania. Finally, we'll restore confidence and integrity to our elections. It's been a great day in PA, and this is just the beginning. You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay, that's Colonel Doug Mastriano. Remember, Colonel Mastriano won this uh, won a primary, a very tough primary in the Commonwealth with no money. The bomb of the hour, Alex DeGrasse from Team Elise and from the NRCC is going to join us. Lead story in Politico this morning. Yes, as we told you it was going to happen. It's happened a few days early. The inflection point for the Democratic Party is they start to uh, pull back money across the country in these house races because they got to defend what they think they can defend. They're pulling money out of, here's the th- reason we started with Blake Masters and Mastriano. They're pulling money out of house races in Pennsylvania and in Arizona. The reason they understand there's a massive tectonic plate shift in both states. I'm going to go to Colonel, back to Colonel Mastriano. Colonel, with all the punch list of the energies here, oh, you got, there's two things that, that I don't quite understand, so you got to help me out here. You have Josh Shapiro as the chief law enforcement officer, as the attorney general of the Commonwealth. He, uh, you have a state, a Commonwealth that's out of control, particularly Philadelphia, on crime. And this is crime really on minorities. So it's out of control. He's got these out of control source back DAs, not doing anything about it. At the same time, he's putting his emphasis on supporting this radical, radical gender ideology to cram down uh, little kids' throats to basically groom and to break up families. I, I don't understand. Why is he not focused on crime and why is he focused on this, on the most radical ideology of all in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, sir? You're right. I mean, the minorities, Latinos and African-Americans, Philadelphia are on the receiving end of this failed attorney general, his inability to enforce law and order. You know, we're on track for a record number of 600 homicides uh, this year. It looks like it's going to be that. You know, last year was 562. Shapiro came in. 
277, so it's more than doubled on its watch. A thousand carjacks this year in Philadelphia alone. A fentanyl crisis on our streets in Philly, and my wife and I were down in Kensington, that open-air drug market, and it was devastating and heartbreaking. And we're speaking with some of the residents there, and they want help. They want the And for 70 years, they've been lied to by Democrat mayors, by 58 years by Democrat city council in Philadelphia. And all they do is, is make promises and don't deliver. And Josh Shapiro, he's got one job, enforcing law and order in Pennsylvania, and he's completely failed. And uh, because of this, he can't break away. And, and Steve, you're exactly right. Instead of him focusing on protecting the people of, of Pennsylvania and fighting for law and order, he's turned his back on the citizens. And now he's chasing these radical ideas to indoctrinate our kids on gender confusion, to bring in graphic uh, books. I've seen them. They're so graphic, I had to avert my eyes. It's so graphic, our governor had, had ordered them to be removed from his office because one of the moms brought them in. And Josh Shapiro, not graphic, uh, Colonel. Hang on, they're not graphic. They're pornography. They, they have the porn, they put pornography. They put pornography in schools. If parents, the second hour of the show, we're going to go to Dearborn. This is the thing about what Mastrano is doing. The African American and the Hispanic community is not. First off, they're the ones at the receiving end of all the crime. Shapiro won't stop, and they're the ones that uh, most oppose. This gender ideology being jammed down their kids' throats in these public schools because they got to send them to the public schools. They don't have a choice. We're going to go to Dearborn, Michigan in the second hour. Muslims and Christians are coming, heavy Muslim community in Dearborn. And the fathers there are going to these school boards and say, you're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to have our kids, particularly our sons, uh, with this thing coming up. This is what Shapiro doesn't get. He thinks the minority community is just there to abuse Colonel uh, Mastriano, whether he doesn't protect them. On law and order, unless these criminals just uh, just feast in the in the minority community, then because they're captured by these public schools, he supports and he let's be let's be blunt, he is the biggest supporter of any attorney general in the United States of this ideology, and he's never been called out for it until you just did it, Colonel Mastriano. And uh, he fought real hard to get the boys and the girls back in our schools, putting at risk our daughters and granddaughters. And Shapiro was not content winning in Pennsylvania. Then he sued Loudoun. He sued Virginia. And remember, this time last year in Loudoun County, Shapiro goes right back part to Josh Shapiro's efforts. And the dad, of course, found the school board tried to cover it up, and he was hauled out in handcuffs for you know, of course, trying to hold him accountable. That's how radical Josh Shapiro is. Yeah, he he fought hard, you know, in support of Governor Wolf's uh, endeavors to have boys on the girls athletic teams. And Josh Shapiro was really excited when uh, Governor Wolf vetoed our legislation to protect female athletes. This guy, he's too dangerous for our, our democracy and our republic. And it's, it's really uh, telling that the Filipinos are breaking for me. We're seeing we're making uh, advances in the African-American community. The South Asian community, he doesn't even have. So uh, we're going we're gonna, to, a lot of people are going to be shocked on November 8th in Pennsylvania. The Democrats, they, they have deep pockets. They're pouring tons of money in. $40 million now Josh Shapiro has in his campaign. It's a record for group control race. And still, he can't buy this race because facts are stubborn things. The facts is he's failed us as as the attorney general. Just make sure we're going to compare. We're going to compare and contrast Arizona and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You're seeing the Hobbs Kelly ticket in Arizona collapse, okay, against Kerry Lake and Blake Masters. You've seen the exact same thing in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Oz is surging. Mastriano is surging. Three and a half weeks ago, this is going to be a barn burner. Colonel Mastriano, how do they get to your site if they want to support you or volunteer, and particularly to find out where your travel schedule is going to be so people can go meet you? Hey, good. Dougforgo.com. And tonight we have Jack Kosovic with us up in Erie. We're going to do a rally at the Democrats' stronghold of Erie with Jack Kosovic. 
Uh, we're anticipating a huge crowd there. Six o'clock tonight. If you're in Erie or within driving distance, see you there. Well, if Jack Basova is going to be there, I know it's going to be on fire. So we'll go, we'll we'll push everybody to that. You got to go. You got to see Pasovic and Mastriano. That's a combo <laughs> platter right there. Colonel, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing what happens in Erie tonight. Thank you, sir. At birth of the United States Navy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother. Um, coming from an Army officer. Thank you, sir. Okay, I want to get to um, I want to get to I got uh, Jim Hoff from Gateway, and I've got the great John Fredericks from John Fredericks Radio. This is controversy about do you vote early or do you wait and vote on game day, etc. Let me let me start with I'm gonna start John. I did a coin flip. I'm going to start with Jim Hoft. Jim, walk me through. You've, you've had the punch list of how to make sure this thing doesn't get stolen or what people have to do as election officials. You've been all over this. But you're one of the big – you had a list the other day. You're pretty adamant about uh, you can't vote early. you got to basically go and, and vote on game day. Walk me through. Give me, uh, give me two minutes of what your logic is on this, sir. Great. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I watched Ronald McDaniel come on your show earlier this week. And um, to say that we were disappointed would be an understatement. Um, after what we saw in 2020, I was shocked that the level of uh, sophistication that seems to be coming out of the Republican Party and uh, the chairman, chairwoman, um, just very disappointing. She said that, you know, of course, that they're, uh, they're, they're, they're doing some trainings. Um, I, I believe they're, you know, there's trains going around uh, around the country about observers and, and different things. But um she never has addressed uh, the, the serious uh, incidents from 2020 that hurt Donald Trump and took the election from him. As you know, Gateway Pundit has been concentrating, focusing on these issues for, for two years now, as you have, Steve, and we're not seeing anything from this GOP addressing any of these issues. The drop boxes, the, uh, the mail-in voting, why is this, you know, why are they speaking out against this part? The, um, the states that continue to count votes days after the election, where are these votes coming from? We, we address that at Gateway Pundit. What, um, we need more observers. We need, we need observers whenever votes are being transferred to, to make sure that their Democrats aren't cheating and sticking in other ballots. Um, what about the algorithms that we saw after, after the election? What about the real-time television where they're switching votes from Trump to uh, Joe Biden? There's so many things that I don't believe the GOP has addressed. It's very disappointing. It's frightening to us, right? And so okay, we okay but hang on, but hang on, hang on. Let's say, let's say that okay, I got that, and you got your list, and, and they are doing voter registration training of election of poll workers and, and election officials Fantastic. and get out to vote. Hang on, hang Fantastic. on. But I hear you. Li- I, I hear you list, and that's a pretty that's a pretty strong list. But tell me why. Fredericks is going to come on and say, get out right. there, get vote, bank your sure. vote. Why is Jim Hoff, why is Jim Hoff say absolutely no way, game day only? Okay, so what we observe is that Democrats have such a sophisticated system. They are 10 years ahead of the Republican Party. And when you're out there and you're voting early, this is being tracked. Democrats are getting real-time data. We put up some posts, uh, a post, uh, our, our letter to Ron McDaniel, and put up some images, some live images that are being posted by the Democrats and Democrat groups like Uplift on Twitter, live as ballots are coming in. They're updating these every hour. So when Democrats get all of this information, what does that allow them to do? It allows them to, however they are creating these these magic ballots that come in, 
And and uh, uh, I'm going to say, uh, you know, steal these elections for the Democrat candidates. If they have that information, they're able to uh, to calculate what they need. If we if we disrupt that by voting on election day, I believe it helps our candidates. If you can't get there on election day, then of course come out early. But but vote um, on election day or post election day if you can. Okay, you hang on, Jim. Hang on for a second. We're bringing John Frederick in. We got Alex DeGrasse. The Democrats are in full retreat across the country, as we told you they were. Politico is uh, lead story in Politico. All next in the war room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views, and our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change, and that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ, the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today, Public SQ. That's Public SQ, Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're trying to get some photos up, and I think try to get Mike tonight. He's got some amazing pictures from down in Fort Myer, what the, the Mike Pillow team did down there uh, in helping out Samaritan's Purse, Franklin Graham's organization, and helping out the victims of this of uh, Hurricane Ian. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. You see all the sales, the buy one, get one's free. The sheet set, I think, is the twenty nine eighty eight. We got it all there. Make sure you go check it out today. Support the armor-piercing show because you can't get him. You can't buy that product in Walmart. You can't buy it in Big Box. You can't get it on the home shopping channels. You can't really get it at retail. Why? Because he supports voter integrity and fighting for the issues that Jim Hoff's been talking about. Okay, I've talked to Jim. Jim's actually going to get a more definitive list of that. We're going to make sure the RNC sees it, but it will be an article hopefully on Gateway Pundit. We'll have Jim to go back in there. So he makes a very compelling case of why you don't vote early. We brought in John Fredericks, one of the smartest uh, guys in the MAGA movement and the oracle of the deplorables. John, uh, you've been pretty adamant on, on the show for a while to say, hey, look, we can't risk it. We got it. You got to vote when you can vote. We got to bank these votes. Walk me through your logic, sir. Well, listen, first of all, having everybody vote on game day is an insane strategy. And I love Jim Heft. I love Gateway Pundit, great friend of mine. But on this particular one, uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree because here's the problem with the game day vote only our voters work that's the problem they're working people our entire base is blue collar working people 
and small business owners, mom and pop shops. Results show that 20% of people, if they go to vote on game day, they don't make it. Why? Their car breaks down. They have to work overtime. They have childcare issues. They're late for soccer practice. Something happens to them. They run a business. They run a dry cleaner. Somebody doesn't show up. They have customers at the end. It goes on and on and on. Why they can't get out that day. They plan on it. Now, here's my message. If you want to vote on game day, the main thing is vote. You got to vote. That's the main thing. Everybody's got to turn out. In my family, I vote early. My son votes early. My wife, the Fräulein Ann, she wants to vote on game day. That's her thing. She wants to go in there, wait in line, and fine. Sometimes you go online two hours. You got to pick your child up. You're gone. Now, if you vote early, this is the other thing. The reason why 99% of every MAGA candidate that we have, including Carrie Lake, is telling their voters to vote early in person is because you bank your vote. It's there. If something happens when you try to vote, you got a week or two to figure it out. But your vote is banked. It's in the bank. It's there. Secondly, we have a huge get-out-the-vote effort on game day. So we have to go through our files. Every precinct we do this. The files say, okay, who has not voted on game day? Those are the ones that we call. We try to get to the polls. Do you need a card? Do you need a right? If that is overwhelmed, you can't follow up on anybody. Every early vote in person goes off that list, makes us focus on the tougher, higher, or lower propensity voters. So this idea that everybody in the world in the U.S. should vote on game day for MAGA is an insane strategy, a prescription for defeat. That's why 99% of every candidate running and their campaigns, and they're all MAGA candidates, are telling you, vote early in person, get your vote in, bank it, we know it's there, we don't have to follow up on game day, we can follow up on the others that haven't voted, that's how we beat them. So you need both, but the main thing is, go vote. Yeah, hang on for a second, hang on for a second, and own your vote, and own, own 10 more people in your sphere. Jim, we're crammed for time, but real quickly, you think that, you think that opens us up, opens us up for these guys to steal it because then they know the overall number that they got to top. Is that, is that the basic premise of your theory to, to, to not? A- a- absolutely. Or? As we said, they're light years ahead of the GOP. And, uh, that's why they have operatives who are inside, uh, Green Bay counting room, uh, and keys to their, to where the votes were, were collected and stored in Wisconsin. So, um, but again, I agree with John. People have to go out and vote. After the 2020 election, uh, 80% of uh, Trump voters said that they would vote. 20% said, I don't know if I'll do it again because they felt like it was stolen. So we need to get the, the, you know, the word out. You have to go vote. We have to save our country. We can't, you know, give up and stay at home. Everybody has to go vote. Jim, real quickly, give your social media and how they get to Gateway Pundit. You're, you're covering this stuff nonstop. So where do people go? Uh, that's thegatewaypundit.com. And, of course, we're on Getter. We're on Telegram. We're on Trump's Truth Social. We're on uh, uh, Parler. And uh, you can find us there. Uh, Jim, thank you very much. I commit to the audience. This this debate is so good. We're going to do it again when I can give it more time. John Fredericks. Thanks, Jim. John Fredericks. How do how they get to your burgeoning radio empire, sir. Only thing that matters now is the bus tour, North Carolina, Virginia. Now we're going to Connecticut. We added Vermont because actually we have a shot there with 
Major Malloy. Then we're going to New Hampshire. Then we're going to Pennsylvania. Go to MagabusTour.com. MagabusTour.com. Check us out. Check the schedule out. Be there if you can for one of our stops as the schedule comes in. You want to sponsor, help us with a donation. We appreciate that. Every dollar matters. Got to buy gas. This thing is funded. This thing is funded by my wife and Ann. We're on the phone raising money. There's no big people coming in. Also, a sponsor of ours, Real America Voice, and the biggest sponsor in the history of the world, War Room and Steve Bannon. Steve, thank you. John, these bus tours are amazing. Thank you very much, brother, and can't wait until the bus tour kicks off. Remember, okay, so John Fredericks, thank you, brother. John Fredericks is expanding the bus tour to guess where? Connecticut, Vermont, New Hampshire. Last time I looked, there was a Democratic stronghold. Let's bring in the one and only Alex DeGrasse. First off, Alex, you called this on this show, I think, three weeks ago. That you called the inflection point. We're going to get to a point where the Democrats, who are pretty smart, understand they can't protect everything. That 80% of their dollars are on defense, 80% of the NRCC's money is on offense. And that's going to eventually show where they got to start culling the herd. And they're going to do it not only with candidates, they're also going to do it with incumbents. And that's when the knives are going to come out. Politico's lead story, if we can put it up, Denver, is just that. It really goes through chapter and verse in quite a bit of detail of how they are throwing incumbents under the bus and they're doing it in places like in Arizona and Pennsylvania and Texas and California. And it's about to spread. I mean, it's blue states. It's really incredible. So walk us through how this political story reinforces what you told our audience a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you. So, yeah, this is breaking news today. It's sort of all the chatter in D.C., the political headline, also Punchbowl piling in as well, which is a big newsletter in D.C. for the elites. So the latest development is Arizona. Tom O'Halloran looks like he's cut off. They're letting him go down. Um, so that is a big development um, in Los Angeles. They pulled out their funding. So that's, again, Los Angeles media market. They pulled out their funding, uh, which is really something because it's really important, Steve, because that gar- seat, it's Mike Garcia. He's a great pilot veteran. It's a seat Biden won by 13 points, Steve. They're unable to compete there. This is also after Joe Biden just went to L.A. yesterday. And so when you, you understand the president's movement and the optics that go into that, Steve, for them to pull out of Los Angeles while the president is there and he's quoted in the story saying, Please, please, please. We have to have Nancy Pelosi speaker begging like a dog. This whole thing is crumbling, frankly, faster than we would have thought. And so it's going to get real interesting. But like you mentioned, they've already pulled out in Wisconsin, Derek Van Orden, Michigan, John James, and some others, Pennsylvania as well. And more are going to come. One specific fact, Steve, real quick, is this isn't really being talked about, but could political report. It just seems like there's now a deluge of bad headlines for Democrats They've got 19 open seats that are vulnerable for the Democrat side. We've only got six. We feel great about them. And more specifically, Steve, the Democrat Party is, isn't airing ads in any capacity in six of the 14 GOP districts that Joe Biden carried in 2020 uh, as they try to shore up some very vulnerable incumbents that Biden won by about 15 points. And so it's happening actually faster than we think, Steve. I want to go back to I want to go back to the Los Angeles because you remember uh, Biden can only go to certain he's not being begged by guys in Michigan or in Arizona to come. You know, Mark Kelly's not begging him to come and stand on the stage with him. There's only certain parts of the country the president can even go right now. Los Angeles being the railhead of uh, money for the Democratic Party. This is they go to Hollywood. They go out there. to This is the big this is their, their, their this is really the railhead of their cash. He's out there in fundraisers and they're pulling money at the LA TV market in a district that he won by 13 points. Mike Garcia, the great, uh, 
the great fighter pilot, uh, they're pulling it out in Oregon and in, in, uh, all over the place. You can only go to a few places, and the Democrats are receding as quickly as possible. Guys like O'Halloran are also incumbents. That's the Eli Crane race. Eli is the guy we've had on him a number of times. you got O'Halloran who's sitting there going, you got to give me some money. I can beat this kid, but I need money. And they're saying, we looked at the numbers. It doesn't look like it. How? Tell us about the conversations. How tough are those conversations they're having right now and turning to the Democratic Party to figure out where they actually hold? Because this talks about your strategy is saying, hey, you came on here, what, a month ago and said, I think I can see 74 seats. We're gonna, there's 74 seats we're going to contest. And people are talking at the time, oh, no, they could pick up five or eight. It's a, it's a not a red tsunami. It's going to be a red puddle. And you're sitting there going, I don't think so. We've taken their best shot they gave us in August. We held our fire into after Labor Day. We're going to unleash on these guys right now nonstop. We've held back our resources. We're going to spread the battlefield. As the battlefield spreads, what are the tough conversations the Democrats have? Absolutely. So I think it's really interesting. Uh, the executive directors at the party committee, it's the top job. And those guys are running the budget. They're making tough decisions. They had the executive director of the DCCC. They drummed him out on the record to say it's heartbreaking that we're pulling out of Arizona, um, that, you know, we wish we had more money. I mean, these guys don't get out there and talk to the media. I mean, you have spokespeople, you have people to do that. So they've got their head Democrat Party strategist who's responsible going on the record and essentially admitting defeat. In certain areas, it's frankly unprecedented, actually, at this stage of the yeah. election. But these conversations are really tough. If you read the political article, which I really recommend the audience go read because it's fascinating, yeah. they're dialing on the phones. They're begging members for money. It seems like there's Democrats that haven't paid their dues yet. Um, you know, that's sort of you kind of agree on how which, much money which, you want to raise. To tell you how to tell you how the dues work, you got to come in, you got to commit to raise as much money from lobbyists, etc. It's called your dues. You got to pitch in. And a lot of times people overlook it, but not when they have a kitty. And here's the other thing. A lot of Democratic donors are saying, hey, I don't know if I want to get involved in this. This looks like it could be a blowout. I may not want to be on the other side of this trade. The other thing is these executive directors don't have hearts. They have hearts of stone. When a guy like that's quoted saying, it's heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking to have to make these decisions. You're sitting there going, this guy's a beast anyway, right? He's, he's probably getting it from all sides right now because, listen, remember, and I want to reemphasize this to the audience. The Gingrich Revolution in the 2010 Tea Party, amazing 63 seats, they were both done off bases of about 174 seats. We have 200, roughly 212 seats. When we're talking 30, 40, 50, 74, when you're talking about expanding this battlefield into Rhode Island, into Connecticut, into New Hampshire, uh, into Oregon, into uh, New York, not, New York Times reporting nine congressional districts in play. You're talking what you could have, Alex, is the greatest Republican majority in the history of the republic. Is that within our grasp? It's absolutely within our grasp if the posse and others execute uh, I do think early in-person voting is very important. I love Gateway Pundit, of course. We do need to bank votes. You need to own your vote and get other people so that we can narrow in the get-out-to-vote process. But the you know the House map is trench warfare, Steve, just like Politico kind of frames it. I mean, this is these are real tactical fights. Senate and governors, you know, it's sort of big kind of punches back and forth. House races, it's all political knife fights. It's all take a trench, fall back, take two trenches, move forward. The biggest trench line, Steve, is the Northeast. It's like, the it's in our grasp. We could push forward and take it. Hang, hang, hang on a second. I want to get to that next. We've expanded the battlefield to New England 
in New York State. <clears throat> this means they have less resources in other places. Alex DeGrasse from Team Elise, join us on the other side. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972 972- Patriot, make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, we're all up on Getter. You can download the app. It doesn't cost you anything. You get the total immersive experience of War Room, of Navarro, of Cortez, of uh, Dave Walsh, Dave Brat, all of it. So make sure you go there today, and particularly over the weekends, you get just nonstop news and information. Also, Turning Point USA, TPUSA slash War Room, uh, slash War Room, go. You get the big event they're going to have, America Fest, in uh, mid-December. I think it's December 16th in Metro Phoenix. You don't want to miss that. Also, the, if you want to know about this trillion dollars that Biden wants to shift the burden from these deadbeat graduate students, well, graduate students, to your shoulders, Read the college scam. You'll see all about the cartel. You think OPEC's bad or OPEC plus? Wait to hear about the cartel in college and how they're just fobbing off this cost of you. That's Charlie Kirk's great book. Get a big discount when you go to tpusa.com. Okay. Uh, th- here's the key thing, DeGrasse. What you guys said is we're going to go on offense. To have New England, which is the bastion of the progressive part of the Democratic Party, to have Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, uh, in play, Maine too, and add in nine districts in new york state you bundle that together ladies and gentlemen this is why they don't have resources to protect the rear this is why they're pulling out of south texas and the rio grande valley and arizona and up in washington three with joe kent and uh, michigan they're pulling in in pennsylvania they're pulling out because they have to defend their base alex this is absolutely brilliant i know elise is at the tip of the spear in this walk us through exactly what's happening 
So uh, I think there was the Washington Post. They did a follow-up article. I don't know if you guys have it. It says House Republicans move aggressively in New England. And it's all part of the grand strategy, Steve, at the highest level. We knew that if we could pierce through into New England, that, of course, we would force them to spend records amount of money in very expensive media markets, New York City, Boston, you know, some of the most expensive markets to be able to uh, defend their seats. We have at least six competitive seats um, in New England. We have nine, even, I believe, more in New York and the New York Times you're talking about. We're now leading in multiple New England seats. And it's just like you just said, they're forced on retreat, right? They are retrenching. That's Politico's term, retrenching. That means retreat. And that's what's happening, not only in New England, but also New York. And then that will have a ripple effect elsewhere where we'll have more openings in some of these seats. So the House Republicans, Team Elise, the NRCC and everyone, our job, which we said early on in the cycle, and frankly, everyone laughed at us in the media, that we were going to punch a hole through the strongest Democrat bastion in the country, which is New England, you know, the Northeast in general. And we're doing that. We're running competitive. If you combine New York and New England in like 15, 16 seats. I want, by the way, we're not going to get cocky. This is all on the posse's shoulders right now. This is all about get out the vote and also get there and volunteer to be an election a judge, to be a, a poll worker uh, in these in the districts, particularly in places people have never shown up before. You've got what, Connecticut 5, Connecticut 2, Rhode Island 2, up in New Hampshire 2, New Hampshire 1 and 2, uh, these nine in New York. And what Grass is telling you is much more than nine. These are all right now within margin error. They're on the tenterhooks. These are yeah. these are not locks. We see the surge. We see we got the issue set. Remember, we see we got the candidates. Now people, there's money coming in too, although donations are always welcome if so. But, but what we need more is volunteers. This is going yeah. to be, as Alex says, these house races are trench by trench. Right. And right now you've got we, are, we have expanded the battlefield, but we've got to close the deal. Closing the deal is going to be on the posse shoulders. That's why we need volunteers. Alex DeGrasse. Yeah, I think the most important thing we spoke about it earlier, Steve, is own your vote and write down 10 people. If you got family, friends in the Northeast or anywhere, get them involved. There certainly are, you know, a part of the electorate that isn't used to, like you said, Steve, voting for a Republican. You know, we haven't necessarily been competitive. I mean, we haven't had a Republican elected, I believe, in over 30 years in Rhode Island, you know, at the congressional level. And in Connecticut, it's been over 20. So, you know, there aren't conditioned voters there that are really, um, you know, volunteering every time, right? We're working on a little bit of a deficit. But people need to rally now. If you're watching in Connecticut, get involved with George Logan. We are tied. We are up within the margins. It's a tight race. He could win, and it's really would be send shockwaves if we're able to flip, you know, essentially northwestern Connecticut, Litchfield County, strong Trump country into the suburbs of Hartford. Um, and obviously, eastern Connecticut, too, that's big Trump country. You know, it's really MAGA, Steve. When you think about it, it's where we have MAGA on the ground is really where we're surging. Um, you know, these are swing areas, but where the Republican base is a little more pro-Trump, I would say, is where we're seeing the numbers move fast. But it is an execution. Nothing's in the bank. Everything is tight. And we have to just seal the deal here. Talk, talk, talk to us a bit about Caroline, because Caroline is obviously beloved by this uh, by this audience. Tell us about New Hampshire. Well, Caroline is one of the smartest people I've seen in politics. She worked for me. We're so proud of her. Um, and she's going to be with Tulsi Gabbard. I think that's coming up pretty soon. So that's huge. She's got the Tulsi endorsement. Um, Caroline is top five race in the country. Uh, Chris Pappas is a very vulnerable Democrat. 
Um, and she is running a race. She's going to have major news to be announced soon, so we'll keep an eye on that. I don't want to spoil the news here, but she is raising record money. She's got record grassroots support. She's running a hard race. She really sends shockwaves across the country, and she will win because the issue set in the Northeast, Steve, is even better than the country because of the heating bills in New England. You know, we already have our heat on here in upstate New York. Um, you know, it's double in price and that's hurting families, not even just middle class, but even wealthier folks that have bigger houses have to spend thousands of dollars on propane to heat their house. So, I mean, it's really something that they can't defend at the ballot box. And that's why you're starting to see them shift away from this abortion message because most of these states, Steve, have abortion codified, right? So it's not going to matter whatever happens, right? But they're talking about democracy now. It's all a scam. It's a distraction among their own base because they don't have the issue set. Uh, talk to us. How do people get to you? How do they get to Team Elise? NRCC, we need everybody to get this information because now it's three and a half weeks in the most important midterm election since 1862. And this audience, you are part of this. You're driving this. How do they get to your sites, Alex? So uh, www.redwave2022.com has got a bunch of the seats organized by margins and some volunteer tools. You can hit me on Getter. Um, that's I'm at DeGrasse. I'm at Alex DeGrasse on Truth. You can email us at team Elise at team at EliseForCongress.com. That's team at EliseForCongress.com. We can plug you in anywhere. Okay, I want to get those all up in the chat rooms and for the next segment. Alex, fight on. So far, so good, sir. Thank you, Steve. Okay, we know our assignment, right? Our task and our purpose. There is no substitute for victory. All next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. 
You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, If you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.